and welcome back to another episode of the series review. I'm your host, Rhea B. Today, I'm going to review an awesome book that I just read and give you a few surprise tips, announcements, and shoutouts. City Spies, Forbidden City by James Ponty is the third book in the City Spies series. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope you will too. Y'all get a bonus episode today, and I'm hoping to make it a little longer than normal. I'm going to start off by saying that City Spies Forbidden City did not disappoint. I love the City Spies series, which I actually reviewed on an earlier episode. Go check it out sometime. Anyway, City Spies Forbidden City was just as exciting as the first two books. As you can probably gather from the title, most of the book takes place in China. The Forbidden City is a place in China. It's really cool. Look it up. But of course, the kids are city spies, so they go all over. Let me give you a summary of City Spies Forbidden City right now. Okay, this is really random, but I am recording on my laptop right now. So the, like, the, me, when when you hear my voice, it might be a little more scratchy than normal because, I don't know, the computer's weird. So, anyways, now time for the summary. Paris is a part of the City Spies, a group of child agents who work for MI6. After just becoming a real family, the City Spies are called on another mission to thwart Umbra's, the enemy's, plans. Umbra is trying to recruit a North Korean nuclear physicist, which could be really, really, really bad. Paris must become friends with the physicist's son, who is surprisingly an avid chess player, just like Paris. While Paris is off at a chess tournament, Sydney pretends to be a junior reporter and follows a British billionaire's daughter. Somehow, everything is connected to the recent theft from an old nuclear plant in Russia, but not everyone is having a perfect mission. Brooklyn is angry at being left behind, and Rio tries to teach Kat how to be charming. Even though they've figured out many pieces of the mystery, they haven't figured out the number one most important thing in their lives, how to be a family. Surprise tip number one, never judge a book by its cover. If I had judged this book by its cover, I don't know if I would have read it. Oh my gosh. That was my reaction after reading this book. I just loved it. It's the best book I've read in a long time. James Ponty writes with so much suspense, and there was a plot twist in every single chapter. It's absolutely amazing. Now I'm going to give you three solid reasons as to why you should definitely read this book. Number one, if you read the first two books in the series and liked them, you will love this book. It has the same level of excitement with intense emotions and crazy situations. I don't want to spoil anything for you, so let's just say it makes you go, Aha! I figured it out! That's why he was in Moscow! Number two. James Ponty's writing style is amazing. He takes an ordinary word and uses a bunch of adjectives to make it pop and stand out. He knows exactly the right words to describe a situation. He kept me engaged throughout the whole book. I could hardly put it down to eat lunch. Number three. The characters in this whole series are so diverse and different from each other. The kids are from everywhere on the planet and they're all very relatable and unique. Surprise number two. If you're feeling stressed, read a book. Reading proves to reduce stress by more than 50%. That was just a random fun fact that I thought y'all should know. And those are my three reasons why you should read City Spies Forbidden City. I do recommend reading the series in order, though, because there's a lot of information from former books in this one. 
In fact, let me read you a passage from City Spies Forbidden City right now. It was dark, and as Paris looked out at the traffic, he caught a glimpse of his own reflection in the window. There was nothing remarkable about his face, no feature or quirk someone would notice or remember. He'd been born in Rondois, grew up in Paris, lived in Scotland, and now was now in London. And in each of those locations, he'd learned to blend in and disappear. This was an important quality because Paris wasn't just a schoolboy. He was also a spy. Blending in was essential. Unlike spies in movies, whose modes of transportation ranged from jetpacks and mini-submarines to bulletproof Aston Martins tricked out with rocket launchers, he was headed to his latest mission on a city bus, the number 70 to South Kensington, Kensington to be precise. That was the problem with being undercover and underage. You always needed someone else to give you a ride. This is pathetic, he said, turning to Kat, who was sitting next to him. Absolutely pathetic. What is, she asked. He looked around to make sure no one was listening and then leaned in to whisper, We're about to break into one of the most expensive homes in London to steal a priceless work of art, and our getaway car is a bright red double-decker bus that does a max speed of five miles an hour. Cat laughed, which only frustrated him. First of all, we're not stealing it. We're returning it, she answered in an equally hushed tone. Or have you forgotten about the little treasure that's been sewn into the lining of your jacket? Second, once you've put us in... Once you put it back, why would anyone bother to chase us? Logic di- dictates that our de- getaway vehicle is irrelevant. He nodded reluctantly and admitted, Okay, you may have a point there. Of course I do, she replied. Your problem is that you think being a spy is like being in an action movie. It's not? No, it's like eating in the lunch hall at school. How do you figure that? Paris asked. You pretend you belong and hope nobody notices you while you figure things out, she said, not to mention there's a decent chance that the food's been poisoned. He chuckled and saw that they were nearing their stop at Notting Hill Gate. Finally, this is us. He stood up to leave, but she stayed put, blocking his way. I'm not moving until you say it, she said firmly. Paris was the alpha, which meant he was in charge now that they were in the field. It also meant he was the one who was supposed to state the phrase that officially started the mission. It was as much a good luck ritual as it was an operational command. Here, he replied, on the bus. Don't knock the bus, she said. James Bond was named after one just like this. What do you mean? When Ian Fleming was writing the first Bond book, he lived out in Kent and had to ride the bus back and forth to London, she explained. And, he replied, not getting the connection. The bus from Kent to Victoria was number 007. You're joking, he said. No, that's where he got the name. And if the bus is good enough for Ian and James, it's good enough for you and me. Well, if you put it that way, he flashed a sly smile and said, This operation is hot. We are a go. Now, it's time for a warning. Okay, nothing inappropriate or that bad happens in City Spies Forbidden City. The plot can get a little confusing at times, and the book is pretty long, so I'd recommend City Spies Forbidden City for kids ages 9 to 14, or for kids in grades 4th through 8th. Surprise number 4! I'm trying to become more interactive with you, my listeners. I'm going to try and post a poll or Q&A with every episode, and I'd love it if you reply. You can find these on Spotify. Thanks for listening to the series review this week. Before I wrap this episode up, I have a huge announcement. My podcast has been listened to in over half the states in America and in 26 countries. It's so crazy, but it's all thanks to you. I love you, listeners. If you have a book for me to review on the show, please email me at theseriesreview13 at gmail.com. 
please, please, please leave me a voice message. I love getting those. Reply to my Q&As, polls, and rate my podcast on Spotify, and write me a review in Apple. The links are in the episode description. I love being interactive with you. Keep sending me those voice messages. Stay safe, keep calm, and of course, read. Have a great day!